Welcome to the Writing to Get Business podcast, where you'll get tips to expand your writing skills. Every week, you'll hear tips and strategies to support your writing. Pat Iyer is your show hostess, a ghostwriter, editor, and author who has written 48 books. Sit back, relax, and listen. Here's your hostess, Pat Iyer. This is podcast number 14 in Writing to Get Business. The topic of this podcast is get the most out of blogging. Is there value in blogging or is it old school? Is it really worth the time it takes? I'm Pat Iyer with Writing to Get Business. This podcast is carried by the C-Suite Radio Network, the largest business podcast platform in the world. And I want to give a shout out to my listeners in six countries, the Philippines, Chile, India, Canada, Ireland, and the United States. Welcome. It is a commitment to start and continue a blog. I hesitated in 2009 when I sat down to write my first blog post. I knew I was deciding to continue blogging. Michael Jackson had just died of a drug overdose, and it was not immediately clear what drug was the culprit. I wrote my first blog post about him. Since that first post, I've written thousands more for attorneys, for patients, for legal nurse consultants, and for writers. You'll find my writing tips blog at patire.com. This podcast episode will help you focus and fine-tune that commitment to blogging so that you reach your potential customers. Too many people think of a blog as an extended advertisement. That's exactly what it is not. A blog helps you form a relationship with your readers and build trust by providing a resource that will help them. A blog is not all about you. It's all about them. A blog is about selling, but in order to gain and maintain your reader's trust, it must be the softest selling imaginable. Figure out who your readers are and what concerns them. Write about subjects that interest and entertain them. When you talk about your services, make that an organic part of a larger subject. Here's what I focus on in this podcast. Your blog must have a clear focus. Why it's essential to teach your reader something new. The importance of patience and consistency in building relationships. The questions you must always ask yourself in order to succeed in blogging. And the critical importance of the soft sell and how to do it. As a beginning blogger, if that characterizes you, you may mainly be concerned with getting your posts written. As you gain confidence, and that might be you also, you learn to think of blogging as a vehicle for relationship marketing. They go together. Blogging shares your expertise. You're connecting with your readers and you're sharing your knowledge. You're a resource for them and you provide them with good information on your website that can help them. A blog doesn't focus on selling. It's geared to educating, communicating, 
and giving readers a resource that's going to help them do things faster, better, cheaper, or whatever is the focus of your business. It's an investment in a relationship with your target market. Your buyers are inundated with marketing messages. Think about it from the online marketing perspective. They're being bombarded with calls saying, I can help you become number one on Google. I'll help you with your SEO. Lots of unwanted emails fill their boxes. I bet you you've got some unwanted emails in your inbox right now. But blogging and relationship marketing go hand in hand. You can use your blog to educate your potential clients, train them, teach them something new. By doing that, you start to build the know, like, and trust factor. It's all about them. I bet you've heard this expression that people have two different radio stations they listen to, especially on the internet and face-to-face. Some people like to broadcast on the radio station W-I-I-A-M. What W-I-I-A-M stands for is what is interesting about me. When people start searching out content on the internet or they're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or reading blogs, people instead are listening to W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? People are much more interested in how can you help me as opposed to who you are and what you do. One of the biggest mistakes that people make is constantly trying to sell and promote themselves. If instead they find a way to give great information on a blog that helps readers, they're going to see the results. Many small business owners have the misperception that it's effective to say, let me tell you all about my services that I offer. Blogging and relationship marketing supply information to the prospect that will entice that person to be able to engage your services and find out more. This is one of the primary purposes of a blog. A real relationship takes time. It takes caring and giving equal benefits to both sides. Building a relationship is all about asking what's in it for them that I can provide in a unique way. Here's the foundation of that relationship. You're asking, how can I be a resource? How can I be a support mechanism? How can I give them something that everybody else in the marketplace is not doing other than trying to come in, get work, and take their money? Blogging and relationship marketing are perfect together. Once you've established that relationship, you can get more involved with selling, but in the blogging format, it's always a soft sell. You continue to provide valuable information. Within that context, you can talk about your company's services, but always structure what you write in terms of the reader's needs. A business blog is your opportunity to let potential clients know who you are and how you can help them. The most immediate effect of a business blog is to provide a method of sharing new content that demonstrates your expertise. It provides information to establish that relationship. 
When you use a business blog this way, you're specifically selling products and services, but not overtly. While it offers helpful information to your audience, the purpose of your blog is to highlight what your company does. You wouldn't blog about grooming dogs if you had a service that provided overnight delivery. You would talk about the important values, the things that your audience is concerned about. They will see you as a source of helpful tips, tools, and ideas that will stimulate them. A business blog provides a soft sell when it's used in a business perspective. Blog for exposure, to tell people about your company and to have links at the end that will lead to sections of your website for further content. The people with whom you wish to connect in a business sense should feel comfortable with you. They should know who you are and what you offer. They like you. They trust you. Then they're ready to move into a buying arrangement. Who comes to your website? You can do online surveys. You can ask people about their age, their interests, and what are the most important challenges that they face. If you have a service-based business, for example, you'll want to know about the pain points. In marketing language, these are the things that are really challenging for people. What makes them worry? What makes them anxious? What preoccupies them? How can you help with these issues? If you aren't sure about this, assemble a focus group, ask questions, do surveys. These are popular questions. If you could ask me any question, what would it be? What is your biggest challenge about fill in the blank for your topic? And please don't ask, what keeps you up at night? It could be a sexy partner, indigestion, a twitchy bedmate, or a fretful infant. Gather information about their needs. You can go to forums that are made up of the people whom you're targeting and find out what people are talking about. What are their concerns? These topics form the subject for your business blog. A lot of blogs are started and abandoned. As many as 50% of them never get launched in any consistent way. Pick a reasonable, realistic schedule for blogging. It might be once a month. It might be once a week. It might be every day, depending upon how many resources you have in your company. What really looks bad from a business perspective is blogs that have dates on them, particularly when you're not regularly blogging. Even though I blog routinely, I remove the date settings just in case. I confess I look at other company blogs to see when they were last updated. If the last blog was two months ago, which I've seen, I've seen six months, I've seen two years, I've seen five years, there are cobwebs on that site. In summary, know the purpose of your blog, find out who your target audience is, and be consistent. This is my summary of the key points. Number one, know your intended audience. Number two, your blog educates, communicates, and provides resources. Number three, your blog isn't about you, it's about your customers. Number four, always ask yourself, how can you better serve them? 
Number five, make your key focus to develop a relationship. Number six, provide valuable information in order to highlight what your company does. Number seven, remember that building relationships takes time. Don't get discouraged. Number eight, last point, be consistent. Blog regularly. Now that you've written your blog, how do you keep website visitors returning for more? I share that secret in the next podcast. And meanwhile, check out my blog at patire.com. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out Pat Iyer's resources for writers at writingtogetbusiness.com. That is W-R-I-T-I-N-G-T-O-G-E-T-B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S dot com. Coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs work with Pat so they can get more business by writing and sharing their expertise. Check out Pat's resources on writingtogetbusiness.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.